The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for being on our show and for being an intentional spirit. Um, just so delighted and grateful that you're here with us. We have been just really blessed with some amazing people. And boy, do I have an on-fire uh, guest for you today. The name of her organization, of her company, has a big word in the front of it, which is a, a word that, like you, I'm always checking in and asking myself, Am I surviving or am I thriving? Am I living a life that's vibrant, dynamic, and energetic? And can people tell that I really am into the joy of being a human in this human suit? So we're talking today with Dr. Kelly Mulburn, and her organization is called Thrive Chiropractic and Wellness. Uh, Dr. Kelly, welcome to our show today, and thank you for being here. Hey, Temple. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, I have been uh, doing chiropractic since I was a teenager. I believe in it strongly, the long-term and short-term benefits. And what was really wonderful about meeting you is the energy that you carry yourself, that you are, uh, you know, it's kind of like sometimes you meet the car mechanic whose car doesn't run or, you know, not a judgment, just discerning. And it was it was it was very great to actually um, to witness and talk to someone that their organization is named Thrive, and they're actually thriving. Oh, thank you! <laughs> I thought that was really cool, and I was like, "Wow, I want to hear more about the tools and and practical ideas and things that you have to offer people." Uh, that people not only online that are listening at a later time but people on Facebook Live can benefit as well. Excellent. So how did you um, get on the path of having an interest in chiropractic? Is there a story? Did you know from the time you were a little girl playing with your Barbie doll that you said, I want one with a chiropractic outfit on it? (laughs) No, I kind of, you know, some days I wish, but I was kind of the exact opposite. Um, I grew up in a small town in Maine, and my great-grandfather was a medical doctor, and uh, lots of female relatives were nurses, so it was a very allopathic mindset in the family. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I was the weird kid that if I had a bump or a bruise, I wouldn't take an aspirin. I would spit it out because even at a young age, it just didn't make sense to me to to take that. And fast forward, as I was growing up, my dad would see a chiropractor. We had a chiropractor who was a friend of the family, but in my head, it was... Back pain equals chiropractic, and I'm a kid, and I don't have back pain, therefore I don't need a chiropractor. And, I, you know, I've, I've reflected on this over the years about what little I knew and why don't we know more in our communities about things like chiropractic. But at the end of the day, it was 
I was ambivalent. I didn't have an opinion of chiropractors one way or the other, so I wasn't jaded against them, but I wasn't like, yay, chiropractic. And then when I got into my mid-20s, I was working a job full-time, I was teaching part-time, and I was a victim advocate part-time, which was a volunteer position but very emotional. And I started getting migraine headaches, and over the course of two years, they went from being very occasional to two and three times a week, every week without fail. And my social life, my life itself just shrunk to I would go to work, I would drive home, and I would get home just in time typically to vomit and then (laughs) go to bed (laughs) because I wouldn't take any medication. And two years I did that, and I just, if you had asked me at the time, I would have said it's normal. I, you know, I have a high-stress job, and I'm really busy, and it's just normal. And then I met a chiropractor socially, and we became friends. And one night at dinner, she said, Kelly, I could help you with your headaches if you would just let me. And I will never forget this because I was a little, you know, she's my friend, so I was a little rude. But I tipped my chair back and I crossed my arms across my chest. And I actually, kind of ashamed to admit, I rolled my eyes. And I told her, the day you can explain how jumping on my back will help my head, I'll let you adjust me. And that's where it all started. So she started talking about the importance of the central nervous system and how it runs your whole body, and it has to be able to communicate effectively with your body. And that's where chiropractors come in, is making sure that pathway for communication is clear. And it, it blew my mind because it made so much sense to me. My first reaction was, oh, my God, I found my tribe. <laughs> like, yay, there's a whole profession that believes the way I do. And, and my, that was followed very closely by anger. I was so mad that I had suffered for two years, and nobody told me. Like, my medical doctor didn't tell me. My, I didn't know. I, was, you know. I had a master's degree, smart woman, but I didn't know that chiropractors could help with anything other than back pain. And so I was in the midst of a full-blown migraine when I got my first adjustment, and it was like somebody turned off the light in terms of they turned off the migraine with the adjustment. Um, so it, was, it absolutely changed my life. I went from having no life to having a life again. And about six months into it, I said to her, gosh, it's the weirdest thing. I haven't gotten sick in six months. I haven't had my typical bronchitis to pneumonia that I usually have every couple of months, and I'm sleeping better, and this is so weird. And she said, no, it's, that's the way your body's designed to run when there's no nerve interference. It's normal. This is normal. And, again, it just another mind, <clears throat> mind-blowing kind of experience. And, I don't know, it was maybe a year or two later, I started really trying to decide what I wanted to do when I grew up. And, and so I thought, okay, if there were no barriers, if money wasn't an issue, if location wasn't an issue, if judgment wasn't an issue, if I could do anything and I could be anyone, what would I do? And I didn't even finish the thought before I knew I want to do what she does because if I can help one person the way she helped me, it's all worth it. And what I didn't realize at the time was, What was miraculous to me, well, it was a miracle. It's the body working as it should. But as a chiropractor, I am so blessed to be able to see things like that every single day in practice. And two days ago was my 13-year anniversary in practice. How many? 13. Awesome. Well, you know, congratulations about that. This this story has um, two or three layers for me. Uh, one is is to really offer uh, to all our listeners the 
the advantage of just making uh, chiropractic work uh, part of your maintenance, uh, your preventive, your you are I care about my body and I want to thrive, uh, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, pun intended. And so right. therefore I just make chiropractic a regular part of my diet, uh, which I, I do and have. The other part is that um, the fact that you have been a patient and so you understand the dynamic of what it's like to have some kind of lasting pain or lack of being validated going from plate to place to place going, I need help. Can somebody validate me? Can somebody say, oh, well, if you did that, it could change everything. That's very powerful because you will never forget that, you know, what that was like. And the other component that I find so exciting is the whole part of why I wanted to do this show and continue to do this show is for people to be able to see through other people's storytelling the value of there's a big difference between your birth story. You know, I was born in here in this city and I lived here and these were my parents or my guardians and I went to school here and, you know, and now I'm going to get a house and I'm going to, you know, follow what the magazine trends are. And that's my, that's my, my birth story. But the creation story are the events that happen that get our attention on the path that then create us. Mm-hmm. to the real part of our life purpose. And I also find that that's a great story that you're carrying that encourages others. Um, and I, I love that you said if it, if it didn't, uh, if it wasn't a money component and an age component and a practical component and all those things, you know, would I do this? And um, it, it's like the question that um, a lady said one time, I want, I've always wanted to be an attorney, I've always wanted to be in law, but I'm 55, and the person said, well, how are, are you going to be if you're not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I love that part of your story, because I think it's very powerful, it's very powerful uh, to a lot of our listeners. By the way, those of you that are joining us on Facebook Live, Barbara and Kim and Virginia and many others have been coming on. Um, I want to just say feel free to ask questions or give your thoughts to myself or Dr. Kelly because we're we're really here for you um, and we want to be part of the process with you and the things that we're talking about. If I may, if I could linger just a little bit longer, um, I, I found it interesting in hearing your story that here you are surrounded by all these doctors and all the medicine and that, that approach, the allopathic approach, and yet it didn't shape you to say, this is the way I want to be. It was just the opposite. That's the same way it was with me. It's really funny that not that my family system was filled with doctors, but because I had all my grandparents uh, when I was a little girl and great-grandparents, I took a lot of trips with them. I took a lot of trips with them to the doctor's office so the doctor could tell them how their lives were going to be. So that was my that was my experience as a little girl, is that somebody had a whole lot of power in my grandparents' family that we went in the little galaxy forward all the time, often once a week, uh, for this review 
uh, from this powerful person in an outfit that said, okay, this is it. And they talked about it all the way home. And I thought, mm, no, that that's not me. And um, what's funny, Dr. Kelly, is that the doctor that that brought me in the world, he only, you know, he birthed the babies and then he tended to the newborns. I stayed in his lobby till I was 18 years old and he kicked me out (laughs) because I only wanted to go to a doctor if I absolutely had to, you know, screaming and kicking. That was my last resort because I just felt naturally we are designed um, to heal and naturally we have answers uh, and they're there as we need them. But it doesn't need to be that that's always our first thought or our second thought. And what you're bringing in with what you know and how you live is that you are setting the body up for a natural way for it to heal itself. The body is so intelligent and magnificent. In humanity, we want to make it complicated, but it's not. It's really not complicated it's what we're eating and it's what's eating us right exactly yeah and it's, okay and you take it you take it from there it's your turn <laughs> of a ton okay i just like to share too so i pass no, the baton that's wonderful. back to you that's wonderful <laughs> and i i mean several things resonated for me yes the body is a highly complex it's such a complex creation and it's beautiful and in the detail and the complexity, but it's also very simple. It's just so simple. The body is designed to be self-healing and self-regulating, and we just have to get out of the way. I tell my patients, your body is like a compass pointing north. It wants to be well. We just have to give it what it wants and not give it what it doesn't want. And, And it doesn't have to be hard. It can be baby steps, and usually that's when it's the most effective but a couple of another couple things that kind of I pulled out from what you were talking about. Um, another conversation that I oftentimes have with my patients is that you know I can have all the degrees in the world, and yes, I'm an expert in the spine and the nervous system, and you know all these different things. But nobody on the planet in the whole history of mankind has ever been you, but you. So yes. you're the expert in you, and it takes a partnership. It takes both of us with both of our combined areas of expertise to figure out not only what the issue is, but how do we get through that to get you to your goals. And it's super important because, as you said, you know, so many people are kind of indoctrinated that that white lab coat has all the answers and we just have to do what they say. And I tell my, question me, go absolutely go ahead and question your other doctors and, and make sure whatever you're doing feels right to you and sits well with you. Um, And then the last little kind of tidbit that I wanted to mention, too, is oftentimes chiropractors become kind of the the doctor of last resort where people have gone, they've gone, I had one patient who for five years had gone to over 30 doctors, and she had been out of the blue. She had developed these Uh little episodes where she would get really nauseated, really dizzy, vertigo, Um, Sometimes she'd vomit. Uh, She'd get a pain on the top of her head. And this was a mom of two young boys, and they loved as a family to go camping in in the New England area. It got to the point where these were so debilitating, she had to quit her job. She didn't dare drive a car, and she certainly didn't dare to be on the side of a mountain because if one of those episodes hit when her 5-year-old was there, I mean, what do you do? 
So she had literally been to over 30 doctors, and the last two doctors had told her to see a psychiatrist. And so she came into my office, and she said, you know, I don't know if you can help. And I said, well, the simple answer is if there's a misalignment in your spine that corresponds to the areas you're having problems, yes, we can help. And so I took x-rays, and she actually tried to talk me out of the x-rays because she said, I've had every test known to man, and they're all negative. And I said, well, let me take these x-rays. Let me do my analysis. So I took the x-rays, and the misalignment pattern was, was crystal clear. She, she had kind of a train wreck in her neck. And when I sat down to show her her x-rays and to talk to her about it, I said, it looks like you had impact to the back of your head based on this misalignment. Well, the woman burst into tears. Mm-hmm. So unbeknownst to me, she had been married once before, and her ex-husband was abusive, and he would take the phone book and hit her in the back of the head. He'd, like, sneak up behind her and do it. He thought oh, that was wow. funny. And so over the years, it created this misalignment pattern, which was creating her symptoms. And so her very wow. first adjustment... Yeah, and her very first adjustment, it triggered a a mini, teeny, tiny little episode, which only lasted about 30 seconds. And I said, that's great news because we know we're in exactly the right spot. And she was under care in my office for several months, and then I wound up relocating. um, But she hadn't had an attack in that whole time. Like, they were gone. And so sometimes being that doctor of last resort, trying to really work with the patient to put the pieces of the puzzle together and listening to the body and what the body is telling us, can be super important. And I just, I love that because it's able to solve the puzzle and help this person really change their life and bring them their life back. Oh, yeah. What a what a powerful um, story. I also want to um, highlight, Dr. Kelly, that we have uh, Naomi joining us from Tokyo, Japan. So, Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, Hi, Naomi. Namaste. We greet you in that consciousness. And I'm, you can let me know on comments. I'm not sure if Clearwater is your last name or if it's a chosen uh, Facebook name. But um, what, a, what an amazing name. And anyway, we greet you in that, in that consciousness. And thank you for being with us. That's exciting. Um, and talk about a culture that uh, knows uh, ancient medicine and tools and practices, right? Um, well, I want to <clears throat> I want to say yes. There is a great experience of finding that energy, and it's exciting for you as a practitioner and as a doctor, Doctor Kelly. But on the other hand, I also want to urge people to make chiropractic one of your top choices initially um, when you feel like something's off, um, because if you can create the space of wellness in your body of alignment. And I think that's a key word to remember, being aligned. So when everything is aligned, and to you it might be, but there's something that's happening that you're not aware of, no matter what you choose thereafter, it's going to stick and have a sense of permanency because your body is in that stage of wholeness enough to handle it and to hold on to it. And that's another part of this work that I think is so powerful, uh, Dr. Kelly, is that the power of of validation. Uh, That's something I have witnessed um, in chiropractic through, you know, like I said, going since I was a teenager. Um, I know it's not been that long, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Excuse me, I just had to have a good laugh there. Um, That said, um, it, it, there's ch- chiropractors are like the people can heal 
more often than not, when they feel safe and when they feel validated. Mm-hmm. There's something very powerful about those two components. You feel safe and you feel validated. And when you go into a lot of these clinics and they say, this is what it is, I know it's what it is, and here, take this pill and go home, there's very little validating about that because you haven't had any experience um, and treated uh, in that individuation that your body deserves and warrants from that perspective. So anyway, obviously, I believe in it. Uh, I live it. That's why I wanted to have you on the show because I wanted you to impact others, to put that, you know, on your phone right there with your ABCs, mm-hmm. you know, um, oh. affirmative living, um, the best of choices, and C would be uh, chiropractic. There you go. Yay! <laughs> Yay! You know, I, I tell people to, you know, I, I've been doing this for a long time, and, you hear almost every objection under the sun. And one of the things that I hear from people is, well, I've heard once you go to a chiropractor, you always have to go back. And it always makes me chuckle because, man, I don't have that kind of power over anybody. <laughs> like, man, it would be kind of cool if I did. But right. um, but the reality is, is that most people, once chiropractic is explained to them and their body is explained to them, it makes total sense. And when they're used to feeling poorly and they start to feel better, most people don't want to backslide and go back to how they used to feel. So, you know, from that perspective, that's where people choose to make it part of their life. But the question I've, I've started asking people, because to me, the quality of your life can in part be determined by the quality of the questions you ask. If you ask really good questions and you get really critical answers, that can move your life in different pathways and all kinds of cool things. And so I encourage people to ask different questions about chiropractic instead of asking questions about, well, how much time mm-hmm. is it going to take? And what about cost? And what about this? If you know, and most people know, in these, at least in this area, most people know a couple of chiropractors, ask them how frequently they get adjusted. And I guarantee you that the chiropractor will tell you that they get adjusted and their families get adjusted at least once a week. And why do mm-hmm. we do that? I mean, we've had almost 5,000 hours of education in the human body, the spine, health and wellness, and what it takes to make a healthy body. Why would we feel that it's so important that we get adjusted once a week? That would be the question I would ask. What do they know that I don't know that makes mm-hmm. them put that such a high priority? And and really just stopping to think about it's not about how you feel. Like so so much in our culture we've been taught that if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and no pain, no gain, and, you know, all those kinds of things. Right. But it's really about function, and the body is masterful at adapting. So when we're not giving the body what it needs, we have high stress, poor diet, sedentary lifestyle, negative self-talk in our heads, whatever it is, that's going to deteriorate our health. It's going to eat away at it little by little, day by day, and, and our, our body just adapts. And so we don't really notice how we're sliding in our health until one day the body can't adapt. And then we finally have a symptom, and then we say, well, what did I do? What did I do yesterday? And, okay, now I have this pain, so now I'm going to go and do something to help the pain. But we really have to realize that the pain, that symptom, one of the last things to show up. It'll be one of the first things to go away, thankfully. But we can't just rely on how we feel. It's much mm-hmm. more important to focus on how we function and giving our body 
the right tools. And, and so sometimes I'll, I'll joke with people when I'm recommending that they come in for that maintenance type of care like you've been recommending, and they'll say, well, you know, gosh, I don't know if I really need to be adjusted once a month or once every two weeks or whatever it is. And then we'll talk about, well, do you only eat organic once, there, once a month? Do you only go to the gym once a month? <laughs> no, you make yeah. these things part yeah. of a healthy lifestyle. And so it's just really taking, taking control back and realizing that you have so much more power over your health than you ever dreamed possible, and you just have to assemble the right team of people to help you achieve that. Well, you know, in your uh, talking, and um, one of these days we're going to just need to meet in person and talk through this, but mm-hmm. you're giving me a, a great idea uh, to do a talk, and anybody else listening, you can take it also. I, I'm thinking it's going to be pretty good. But what you're talking about is we are homeowners. Mm-hmm. But there's a big difference between being a homeowner and renting a property. Right. Because when you're a homeowner and you have problems with the roof and you get it repaired, then you have improved an investment. That long, long term is sustainable and you will always get your investment back. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you are putting something into something. So initially, yes, there's a cost factor. Uh, you need a new exterior paint job on your property. It's an investment, not an expense. And at least that's how I frame things in my mind. Mm-hmm. So when when you're in a human body, uh, the, the temple of the, the living Holy Spirit within you, everything that you do towards a better action for it to be healthier, that's an investment. It's an investment that has long-term sustainability. And on the other side, will not cost you ultimately, but will gain you years and years and years of non-emergency care. And I think that's a very strong reality. It's a truth because in putting it forward as an investment to stay in alignment, the willingness to invest in what we feed the body and making sure that the body can, um, can be in a place of support to receive it all. Um, the, the, it's immeasurable uh, what you get long-term because you're not paying unnecessary expenses for things that aren't taken care of or or are avoided, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, there, there's that, so many... Sorry? Did that resonate with you? I mean, it, it seemed like an exciting concept, like, whoa, yes. homeowners. You know, we have A to have like homeowners with our bodies because right. Uh, right. this is us and we own it. And if I can go a step further because I want to be um, somewhat redundant in what you said because it's what I say all the time. I don't have your answers. <clears throat> My whole goal in what I do as a spiritual leader is to get people to understand, to listen to spirit and allow spirit to lead within you. Only you know the answer. So, when you have discomfort in your body or you have pain or you have something, it's it's telling you something it wants you to know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the issue often with people 
is that they immediately feel attacked or that something is working against them instead of something that's wanting to impart some information. Do you find that? Oh, absolutely. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, part of part of my doing my job is taking uh, an accurate history, doing a thorough exam, and oftentimes when I sit down to deliver those results to the person, you know, a couple of days later, and we're walking mm-hmm. through the spinal misalignments and literally making the connections between you have this spinal misalignment which affects these organs, which then can result in these types of symptoms. I would say 90% of the time, as the person's looking through that, they'll say something like, wow, you know, Dr. Kelly, I forgot to tell you, or I didn't think it was important, it was so long ago, or I didn't think it mattered because it had nothing to do with my back, Um, but you circled L3 on here, and that goes to the knees, and I didn't tell you, but I've had knee problems my whole life. How did you know? And it, mm-hmm. the body doesn't lie. The body gives us these signals, and it and it paints the picture for us. We just have to listen and and figure it out. And the body doesn't stop hurting until the truth is realized <clears throat> and rectified. Right. And that's the beauty of it. That's why years ago in metaphysics we started talking about, you know, it's better to hear the the whispers, so you don't have to wait for the two-by-fours to hit you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, and, and oftentimes people will say, well, I don't have fill-in-the-blank. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the... And it's, well, if you don't have, kind of going back to what you were talking about, about the investment, if you aren't able to invest a little bit of time, a little bit of money, a little bit of effort now, what's going to happen when your body breaks down and you right. are in the hospital with pneumonia or whatever it is? I mean investing in your health now will pay exponential dividends in the future and really trying to help people understand that. And I I can give kind of a, it's an old example, but it's still a good one. Um, Back in 1918, the whole world was hit with the Spanish flu. And a couple decades after that, effective research where they kind of culled through the data and they realized that one out of every... um, one out of every 17 people that was under medical management for the flu died. So one out of every 17. One out of every 800 and something people under chiropractic care for the flu died. So the people that were looking at those numbers and statistics said, whoa, and that's a huge discrepancy that, you know, you could, you could think that, well, only the sickest of the sick went to the MDs or, or the, the medical doctors, and that would account for some of it, but not that huge, you know, over 800 people difference. And that's when most of the states started to regulate chiropractic. They said, you know, we don't really get this, but clearly it's doing something to help the body, to help the immune system, to help the body to heal, whatever it was. And we've just continued to learn and to gain knowledge about what are we doing with the body once we make an adjustment since that time. Um, but it's still a good example of how doing that one investment, making that one investment of time and effort can pay dividends in ways that you won't maybe don't realize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Elaborate about um, the processes because we we say it all the time that, or, or we say it often that um, people think of chiropractic and they'll go, "Well, my back never hurts." Right. They somehow early on decided that 
you know, chiropractic is about the back. Mm-hmm. Um, elaborate on the the broader uh, whole life system, energetically speaking, of of what ultimately and how things can be impacted through through the work. Awesome. Yeah, great question. Um, I, I tend to keep things very simple in my practice. I had a six-year-old patient in here the other day that was like, she knew all the answers to every single one of my questions because I keep it nice and simple for people because we don't have to make it complicated. Um, right. You know, typically I start with what runs the body, and she was Johnny on the spot with the brain runs the body. Great, and that's absolutely correct. And from there, what does the brain do with that information? And she said it goes down your back. Okay, perfect, absolutely. The brain communicates using your spinal cord, central nervous system, so important. It's the only system Mother Nature encased entirely in bone to protect it. I mean, the heart and the lungs are important, but they're with ribs, right? They're protected by the ribs, which have cartilage and muscle in between the bone, so it's not completely protected like our central nervous system is. From the spinal cord, those messages go out the spinal nerves to every single cell in the body. And I don't know who counted Temple because it wasn't me, but they estimate there's over 70 trillion cells in the human body. And so for those people listening... Wow, that have, that's a big know, number. It is. It's 70 followed by 12 zeros. <laughs> so it's a big number. And so uh, I tell people who are parents or who have ever been around toddlers, imagine having 70 trillion toddlers that you are babysitting all at one time because that's what your brain is doing. It's trying to control and coordinate every function of every cell every minute of every day. And those messages are flying around at about 300 miles an hour. And when we look at it from that perspective, it's like, man, no wonder that sometimes things go a little bit haywire and kind of things happen. And so what what chiropractors have found over the years is that, that a very common cause of that kind of disconnect between the brain and the body is a vertebral misalignment, and it doesn't have to be huge. A millimeter or two of a rotation or a misalignment is enough to disrupt the communication between the brain and some of those 70 trillion cells. Mm -hmm. And so I tell people, too, although I did this the other day with a 14-year-old, he had no idea what I was talking about, static. If, If you remember back in the days when you would talk on the telephone and there was static on the phone, We can think of it that way. The brain's trying to run the body. It's using a phone system, and there's static. And that static can be created by those vertebral misalignments. Um, Oftentimes, we don't feel pain from that. But the research shows that with a vertebral misalignment, within about three days, if they go and they follow wherever that nerve goes and they look at those cells under the microscope, within about three days, those tissues have started to degenerate on a cellular level which is why it's not about pain. It's about healing within the health of the body, the integrity of the system, the ability of the brain to communicate with the rest of the body. So another simple example, a paper cut. Um, you know, we're smart people, if, but if I had a paper cut, I wouldn't know how many platelets to send. I wouldn't know which white blood cells go first. I wouldn't know how mm-hmm. to knit together my tissue. I would probably bleed out and die from a paper cut. But my brain knows exactly what to do. My brain and the energy that creates the body knows what to do. We just have to get out of the way. You know, the thing that really helped me, I had uh, TMJ mm-hmm. when I was uh, 29. And um, chiropractic made all of that door and that avenue so much more possible. Mm-hmm. was understanding that and 
the alignment component. It made all the difference. I, I had had a car accident is yeah. in a series, a, a series of car accidents. That's when I, I thought that driving and, and drinking went together. <laughs> one day, I re- one, one day I realized that they, they could happen, but not at the same time. <laughs> so, right. But that's good. a different. That's a different radio show at a, at a different time. <laughs> we will, as we say, we will not go there today. We'll, right. We'll keep that back door closed. But um, right. But it's, it's such a about, great point. Yes. Yes. That's a great point um, that chiropractic is about. I mean, yes, chiropractors deal with back pain, and yes, we deal with neck pain, and yes, we deal with headaches, and we do an amazing job at all three of those. But that is really just scratching the surface. Yeah. You know, pretty much uh, my youngest patient that I've ever had was two weeks old. A two-week-old doesn't have a bad back or headaches. <laughs> and my oldest patient was 97 so far, and I've adjusted pretty much every age in between for things that if you had told me when I was first introduced to chiropractic that I would someday be adjusting patients for um, bowel issues. I've had, I've had, the number five is a good number for me. I've had five patients who were told they couldn't become pregnant who after just getting aligned, um, changing nothing else about what they did but just being consistent with their alignments were able to conceive. Wow, uh, that's a big them. one. That's it is. I told, I told them you just can't tell people your chiropractor got you pregnant and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a little hard to do, I think. <laughs> right, and that, that would go back with your, your car driving and drinking conversation, yes. conversation for another day. But um, yes. I've, also, I've also had five patients of mine go on to become chiropractors. And so that's probably the most rewarding part of, of my career so far is knowing that I have five people out there that are impacting thousands of other people every single week that were introduced to chiropractic through me. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, what a, what a reward. That's it. It's just so beautiful. Um, what, what can you, um, what were you doing with a, um, did you say two week old? Yeah. Yeah. So the two week old was born uh, with a shortened muscle in his neck. And so the mom okay. had noticed that he wasn't able to latch properly on that side. He wasn't feeding properly. And every time he tried to turn his head, he'd scream. So if you've ever woken up in the morning and you have a crick in your neck, like some people will call it, and, you know, for a day or two you're walking around uh-huh. and you can't turn your head, that's essentially what was going on with that baby. And so the mom had taken the baby to the pediatrician, and the pediatrician said, oh, you know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes they're they're born with one muscle shorter than the other. Sometimes it can be injured in the birthing process. You know, it could be this, that. It could be just a muscle spasm. We don't really know. Um, he said, so you have you have a couple of options. Your first option is um, I can I can show you how to do stretches and stuff to hope that it will work itself out and resolve. But it's going to be really painful, and your baby's going to associate you with pain. She said, I don't think so. And he said, okay, I can refer you to a physical therapist, and they're going to do all the same things, so your baby will be in pain, but at least they won't associate you with the pain. And she's like, I'm not really happy with that option either. And then he said, well, the third option is surgery. We can go in and we can sever that muscle. Oh, my gosh, please. And so at that point, she got a little overwhelmed and a little bit emotional. You know, this is her two-week-old baby, her first child. So she burst into tears and said, I need to think about this. I need to talk to my husband. I, I don't know. So she goes home and she calls her best friend and her best friend happened to have a daughter in my practice and the 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 
the best friend said, you, you have to bring her to see bring him to see Dr. Kelly. I don't know if she can help, but if she can't help him, she'll tell you, and if she can help him, she will. And, you know, I don't know the answer, but just go. And so she makes an appointment. I open the consult room door, and there's this woman standing there, and I introduce myself, and I started to say, you know, what brings you to the office today? How can I help? And she just, again, burst into tears and hands her two-week-old baby to me and said, please help Oh and I just God. about started crying because I'm like, oh, my I'm God. I'm crying. What do you right? mean you just about started? I'm crying now. I'm like, oh, I my know. God. It's like, oh, oh my yeah. God. So I told her, you know, <laughs> if if this muscle issue is due, in fact, to a misalignment of the spine, which can affect the muscle or the organ or the this right. or the that, I can help them. And if it's not, we'll figure out something else. So let's just see. And so you don't adjust babies the same way you adjust an adult, of course. And so the adjustments were very gentle, and it actually provides bonding time for the mom and the baby because the mom lays face up on the table and the baby's face down on the mom. And so they can make eye contact and they can bond. And so I did the adjustment, and then I showed her how to do some very gentle stretches that were comfortable and to kind of make it almost a playtime and a bonding time. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward two or three, four weeks, whatever it was, and he was turning his head like a champ. He could latch perfect. He had no issues, no crying. She goes for her follow-up, and the doctor said, I'm really glad you decided to do physical therapy. And she said, I didn't. And he said, well, what did you do? And he, she said, I brought him to a chiropractor. And he was horrified. You did what? You brought a two-week-old baby to the chiropractor? And she said, no, 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 you don't understand. It was super gentle. It was this. It was that. It wasn't like what you see with an adult. It was amazing. And look, he's, he's all better. No surgery needed. Like, how amazing is that? So, just... Well, uh, yeah. And, and God bless the egotistical attitudes out there. Are you kidding me? I mean, if it had been up to some choices, it would have been a two-week-old baby having surgery, and it probably never necessarily being correct. But I, I won't get on my bandwagon today. I'll just leave that one. We'll just tuck I that one to the side. It's like, oh, come on. I mean, what really matters is that, yeah. you know, here's the story of something that could be done in a very non-invasive way, and that needs to be first and primary what people pursue. Don't take that. Uh, you know, always delve into another opinion when somebody's talking about medications and somebody's talking about surgery, always ask a lot more questions and get other opinions. Absolutely. Uh, it, 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 it warrants to do it. And especially some of the medication that they're putting out there now and advertising as now they're doing this new thing with medication. They're saying it may be fatal. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, who wants that side effect? Okay. Oh right, my right. gosh. <clears throat> I think people just get so tired of being in pain and they get so desperate that they're willing to do almost anything. And and I tend to take a very, you know, common sense approach in terms of sometimes yes. you know, you need it. If if you're in a car accident and your arm is hanging on by a thread, your first stop shouldn't be the chiropractor, right? It should be you go and get yes. your arm reattached and yeah. Sometimes you need antibiotics and sometimes you need these other things. If you're doing everything the way that you're supposed to and your body still needs help, then listen to that. But it shouldn't be the first approach. It shouldn't be that first line of attack. Um, and most people, I think, if they're given the option to do something with or without drugs and surgery, most people, I hope, will choose without. Yes. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, and show the world that you care about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, again, going back to being a homeowner with everything you do, you normally get three opinions or three, um, estimates, you know, right. being a homeowner of your own va- uh, body, um, access and get a broader idea of information. Um, Leslie uh, Tipton is saying, hello, Leslie, how are you? And she's saying she knows a lot of moms that do chiropractic and good for you. And you're right. It, it's all about the circle that you're in and the people that you know. And uh, to some people, it's like, wow, I, is there any other thing to think about? And for others, they're going, wow, I need to let more people know about the value of this. I'm talking to Dr. Kelly, and her website is Thrive. Again, how can a body thrive? How can it hold a place of wellness? Thrive Cairo, C-H-I-R-O-F-L, as in Florida, dot com. And we're also greeting Elizabeth from Norway. How are you doing? Thanks for coming in and checking in with us today. And I love the comments. So um, if anybody has another question, we have a few more minutes here that we can ask Dr. Kelly, or we can get we can get some information from that. I, and I, and I there, there's also, no doubt about it. And we will continue to say there's always a place for for Western medicine, but there's also there's a place for a multi-dimensional reality in everybody's life. That any time you have anything going on that is different, that's new. Um, that is uh, an ache, an ooh, um, you know, is it toxins? Is it the emotional body? Is it, you know, what are the things that one wants to look at? And it's a beautiful thing to invest in being a homeowner of your body because it will definitely reward you. It will reward you time and time and time again. I love going to a place and getting an evaluation maybe for an insurance company or more health insurance, whatever. And I love all these questionnaires, you know, that they ask you, or they upgrade at the dentist office and you have 32 pages. It feels like that you got to fill out. And I love crossing through that whole page and put non-applicable does not apply. You know, that's a beautiful thing. And you want to celebrate that. Right. Because there's been a lot of years I said no to a lot of things that that's my yes. You know what I mean? So it's it's worth it. It it does. As we say in other groups, um, not yours. It works if you work it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, it really does. It really does. It it. The body works for you if you work it, if you reward it, if you do uh what you're talking about today, Dr. Kelly, is uh, is you also apply um, what we call the common ingredient, common sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I will also just let your listeners know that if they go to our website and they sign up for our e-newsletter, they will receive just once a month a little uh, email with some healthy tips. We always have a healthy recipe. And there's also a link that they can get a free download. Actually, I think there's two free downloads now. And one of them is the 10 questions to ask a chiropractor before you start care because you also need to resonate with 
that practitioner. So making sure it's a good fit, like energetically, before you start care is important. And so I give some questions to ask to make sure that it's going to be a good fit. Uh, The other one I have is in Florida, what to do if you're injured in a car accident? Because holy smokes, I'm not from here, but I have never seen (laughs) as many accidents as I have seen down here. And there's there's a lot that needs to be done after a car accident. So I kind of walk people through that process through that ebook. And so both of them are, are free downloads um, for people on our mailing list. All right. Well, that's very helpful information. And 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 another thing that uh, Leslie and I love these comments because they trigger thoughts. Um, another thing in related to what Leslie said that I want to elaborate. There's a difference between healing and band-aiding something, Uh, a a big difference between, and that's the part that often um, in some of the practitioners uh, that you go to, they're wanting to fix the effect versus getting to the cause of it. And I think that that is key and it is crucial. That is the, um, the evidence of the founding of, I'm not sure that you're aware of this, Dr. Kelly, but um, the reason unity exists mm-hmm. is because of a healing uh, that occurred um, in the era of uh, tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. When people were dying very young, our co-founder was told that she was going to die very young, and she refused to accept it. And she refused to go that traditional way of, that's what everybody's telling me, the lab, everybody's saying it. She refused, and she looked for something alternative, other ideas, other thoughts, and other ways to support. Um, She became a vegetarian. Um, She changed her thinking style, her her prayer and meditation time, and was willing to make many adjustments Mm -hmm. for being a homeowner for long-term care, and she doubled her life expectancy. I am totally going to steal the homeowner analogy. <laughs> I'm totally going to steal it. Take that. it. Take it. I'm going to start using it, too. I just think the I universe it. today because it just downloaded, and I went, oh, my gosh, I'm going to. This is pretty cool because I can really get it. Because yeah. years ago when I first became a homeowner, <clears throat> you know, because I moved uh, often, on purpose, I wanted to live in different places and be exposed to different people and experiences. And, and you know, and I was a young girl in love, and, you know, we'd fall in love and then go get the U-Haul. Um, mm-hmm. That's a different show. But, you know, <clears throat> I rented on purpose. And I remember when I first became a homeowner how I didn't just call a number and say, hey, you know, Joe or Mary, can you come fix this and I'll build a, I'll build a you know, landlord. It was me then. So I learned how to reframe it, that it's an investment. Right. It's an investment. It's not an expense. It's an investment. And it it changed my whole life. And I greeted whatever that was with joy. And that's what we're asking you to do today as a homeowner of your physical body. Greet what your body is telling you with joy. Look at things that you can do like chiropractic that are preventative. It's such a small expense for a lifetime of rewards that's over and beyond uh, most saving programs. You're going to get way more than your 10% or your small interest that you get on a CD. You're going to get a life that people will say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that that's your age. How do you do it? How do you have so much energy? And that's the way it rolls. 
Uh, Dr. Kelly, uh, an hour went quickly. It, I oh feel like God. it's a, a, just a bleep of time. We're going to, again, tell people to go and please take advantage of this offer today, um, either today that you're hearing it or today that you're hearing it on an MP3 file. I'm sure they'll keep it going for about seven days to give our listeners time Absolutely. and also on Facebook. Uh, go to Thrive Cairo, Florida, Thrive C-H-I-R-O-F-L dot com and download those documents and, and keep them and keep them close and um, or put them in the file if you don't feel like you need them today so you'll have them at another time. What a pleasure it has been to be with you. I feel like you're my, my wellness homeowner sister now. <laughs> Temple, thank you so much. It has been my honor and my privilege and I also wanted to mention that for those that are local, on Tuesday, May 22nd from 4 to 8 o'clock, we're hosting a spring into wellness event at the office. So if people are local, it's on my Facebook page. So please feel free. We'd love to meet you in person. Um, but, again, thank you so much for your time. You're right. It just flew by. So thank you. Yes. Again, I'm honored, and, and it's been my privilege. Thank you so much. Well, Dr. Kelly, um, if you will share that on my public Facebook page and so it will tag me, then I'll share it too, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. Bless you, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the show, for engaging in the show, and for sharing it with others so they can know about us. God bless you on this amazing journey that we call life and find the pleasure in being a homeowner of your own body. Thank you for tuning into The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.